Hello. 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 We're back as promised. Yes. This is again the quite guest quite geist podcast. We can't get the name right now. Brilliant. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Following a five star rating on iTunes. Yeah, I rated it five stars. Yeah. So, so did I. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a ten star. It, it, exactly. Ten star ten iTunes. Star and we've only been on one week. <laughs> um yeah, we call last week's the beta edition. The, is it beta or better? Beta. I don't know. Maybe we're even a trial run or... Yeah. But that puts a lot of pressure on us this week, because it's not as though this one's going to be any more professional at all. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I only realised it as we got here that I'm probably sitting on my laurels thinking, yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> like, last week was fine. <laughs> but I get here and I realise I was up late the night before and I'm like, oh, no, shit. I just felt hungover all day at work. Do you think it's possible to call every week a better edition? And just uh, keep doing yeah, that, like, yeah, yeah. 500 just, better just keep editions. The expectation, <laughs> keep the expectations low. <laughs> every week we'll be like, next week we'll be there. Yeah, next, we'll, next week we'll yeah. have it, right. Yeah, so th- this is the, the Delta Run. <laughs> the Catherine Zeta edition. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't want to alarm you guys. Right, go on. But we are living in a world without a port. I'm worried, mate. I'm a little I've got to say I'm worried. I mean, I survived December 21st last year by the skin of my teeth. <coughs> and we now, we've no, now we've no port. What if God's saying something right now? We survived the meteor. And now there's no port. And now there's no port. The meteor port. took out the port. The, no, the port stopped the meteor because we still had a port at that point. But if the meteor comes along now... He sacrificed no himself. So I've got to... He kind of did a bit of a Jesus. He's, <laughs> he's not really... Not really doing anything new, is he? <laughs> I've got a solution, though. Um, I'm going to run for pop. I'll go. I'll go for it, man. I think that's how it works. I think, like, it's democratic. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's, it's it totally must be. transparent and democratic. You, you've got every chance, man. You've got every chance. I was reading the other day about, like, the possible candidates for pop. And one of them is, um, you know, that, is it, like, a, the African dude? Yes, yeah. yeah well, well they've, they've, they've got, like, a... Minority in the mix. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. We could have a black pope. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, demonstrates, like, sort of how far behind the Catholic Church is that it is seen as somehow controversial or new. Yeah. That they would have a black leader oh. in 2013. So what I was thinking is that that is that's clearly not going far enough. What they should have is a pope who doesn't. Um, believe or know anything about Catholicism and who doesn't believe that there's a God? Me? You, you, yeah. You'd be a good port man. You could write ten better commandments than the ones that I currently have. I definitely. In, in, in about two or three minutes. Well, I'd leave the existing commandments because they all sort of make sense. I, I can't remember what they are. Is one of them don't kill people? Well, you know, just spruce them up. Just, you know, yeah. bring them up to there. I was going to add a few more, like... I'm on a diet at the moment and I'm um, running, so I was going to add... The eleventh commandment would be Thou shalt not eat pizza in front of me, Matt. In fact, did you hear what Port Benedict said, like, but, but amongst one of his, like, sort of resignation comments, he said, like, there's been times when it seems like God's been sleeping. Oh, yeah, I read that too, yeah. And you just thought, that makes me think he doesn't think it's real yeah. in the way, really. Yeah, like, he's... Really, just, I mean, omnipotence, <laughs> he's having a nap. <laughs> he's always, oh, shit, I've always slept. <laughs> like... The Pope is the, having a lot of this. Like, you know, God's go-to guy yeah. to say... Oh, it seemed, it seemed at times that like he's been sleeping. 
I don't think he believes. No, it's if, just... I reckon he's just too far in bed. It's like I can't possibly say I don't believe. No, you know I'm too far in there. Would have been great if the Pope like resignation speech. It was just like I've decided to resign as the Pope because. I've given it a bit of thought, and <laughs> yeah. I'm not so sure anymore. You know what, I've been thinking about this, and it's not real, is it? <laughs> but no, as, as Pop, I've got some plans, I've got some orders of business right, that I would okay. attend to, Fine. which I'm putting on my ballot, like, so that people know what sort of Pop I would be when they go into the voting booth yeah. Pop. Um, my first order of business would be a better line of Pop merchandise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's not enough pop merchandise. Like, you know, a uh, Matey Bubble Bath? Well, yeah. well pop, Matey Bubble Bath. <laughs> <laughs> you unscrew the big hat. <laughs> That'd work. Pop Pez dispensers. Pop Pez dispensers. That'd genius. Work. Yeah, that'd I'd work. buy them. Um, they should actually they should roll out the loads of new <clears> stuff for the pop. The pop should have loads of tattoos or something as well, and a mohawk. <laughs> like, it should just be proper out there. Oh, you know, religious and falls in order and all that jazz, but it's just proper. It's fun, you know. Like funky like, pop. Like, you know, you can hate politics, everything about politics, and you know, American politics, you know, particularly is a bit fragile and weird. But the American president's cool. Yeah. You know, like they, they can be doing stupid stuff left, right, and center, and they which they always are. So, yeah, exactly. But he's cool. Yeah. So let's at least just have a cool pop, not some old old virgin. Yeah, let's have like you a twenty-year-old like, pop. Like, no, let's have me. <laughs> An eighty-year-old. All these ideas are good, but let's have me. Yeah, no, no, you, you, you should be the pot. I mean, as after, as soon as I've sorted out the merchandise, um, my second order of business. Just your face everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> my second order of business is once I've sorted the merchandise to sort out all this flipping child abuse. I mean, come on, guys. I think they've dealt with it very competently, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it without laughing. <laughs> I'll make it so that Catholic... It, it's, it's a worldwide thing as well, that. I know. Like, it's just been, not cropping up, but leaping out. All, like, if you watch world news as opposed to what's going on in the UK right now, like, it's come out huge in Australia as well right now. Really? Like, yeah, it's, like, it's it's ridiculous. Like, and the... Even the, the candidates for pop, you know, like, the records will be posted up, and everyone will be looking for some to... Yeah, yeah. It, you know, that's the first thing you're going to look for, isn't it? Like, like at any, one point, any connection to not just being a paedophile, but covering it up, yeah, and the or sort of willful blindness to it, yeah. So I'm going to make I'm going to make the Catholic Church appeal to the youth mm. and get Catholic priests on board in making the Catholic Church appeal to the youth by having them not molest the I'm, youth. <laughs> that would be a good start. Step one, no, isn't it? Step, you know, one. step one's a definite step forward the new pop if it's not you so long as it's someone cool like he's cool he's fun that's fine Boris Johnson (laughs) I'll watch Boris Johnson all day long mate I think he's fantastic like he gets stuck in a zipline and it's hilarious it's funny you know it's like not a a joke on him it's a joke with him you know sort of bumbling divering but smart no he's doing it on purpose and also he definitely plays to it he definitely plays to it but and it's well, well not all politicians play to someone. Is an, ent- an entertaining media media personality, but as a politician who is actually the mayor of London, 
I, I can't believe, still to this day, that Boris Johnson is mayor of London. Then again, Ken Clark was the alternative in the last election. Who would you rather have? Wasn't Ken Clark alright? I don't live in London, so I've got no idea. Dick, he was a dick and a douche, man. Was he? I've got no idea. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just another career politician, someone who's never lived. But uh, there's a lot of people life. in London who still call Ken Clark the real mayor of London. Like, they just don't consider Boris Johnson. Mm. Boris Johnson won because he's a funny media personality. Yeah. I don't know much about Ken Clark. I've, I remember, uh, to be honest, I read a bit, it was over a year ago now, proper, proper current affairs. Yeah. Like, it, was a, you know, it was a bit over a year ago. I remember reading a few things and just thinking, oh, God, this guy's a douche. But then, like, it was... Like, there was a bit where they were wa- where he was watching a video about his rise to this point sort of thing, you know, like a, yeah. promo, like a wrestling promo video <laughs> sort of thing, you know, overcoming the odds. And, like, he was, he was watching it, but there was footage or a picture of him watching it about 30 minutes earlier, to make sure it was right. And then he, when he was watching it again, because the cameras were on him and it was reporting, he was, like, crying and stuff. And yeah. Just feigning, being upset and moved by it, and it's just like oh, it's all, that's politics in general. I know, it's it's just, I know, but when it's just, I'm sure, like, like you just think, fuck off, get down, 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 or put you down, put that cookie down now. Yeah, politicians. What's been annoying me this week has been um, this Eastly thing. Have you been following it? Oh, is that? Because what's his face has stepped down the Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Liberal Democrats won, didn't they? Yeah, they did, yeah. Right, okay. I, I, but I've not really followed that so much. I have. I've been, like, paying more attention to the news and stuff because I was so unprepared last week. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all that's been on. Just all the time. It's, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where Eastley is. No, I have no idea. One, one day, I don't, I've never heard the, the word Eastleigh. The next day, they're treating it like it's the capital. <laughs> it's yeah, so ridiculous. Yeah. But just because there's a bit of drama about what went on before, yeah. it's just an excuse to just sex up this little this election in this uh, you know one little area of Britain. Like <laughs> it's a bit disproportionate, really. Yeah, yeah. Fucking other things going on in the world. So the Lib Dems won, but I think well. Everybody's like ignoring the fact that the Lib Dems won and everybody was expecting it to be really unpopular. Especially yeah. given what had just happened with the guy who was in the foot. Yeah. So that's quite an interesting thing, really. Yeah. But then it's that UKIP came second. Yeah, that's the... Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? Um, which has got to be bad for the See, stories. Ni- Nigel Farage is eccentric, but not in a fun way. <laughs> like, in, a, in a frightening, this man's vine for power way. You can't get away from Nigel Farage. He's, he's everywhere. You put on the TV and he's there. You blink, he's burned onto your retinas. It's, it's just constantly in your face. Yeah, but does he not remind you a bit of a real-life Alan Partridge? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. just someone who... Who thinks he's absolutely right with this thing? Yeah. This is absolutely correct, and, <laughs> and, it, and you're just watching him thinking, "You're a douche." Is the like it's almost like he's acting. Like is the definition of a blowhard. He just shouts all the time and talks in this big booming voice. Yeah. Utter bollocks yeah, constantly. Yeah. That, that's the worrying thing. Like talking convincingly. You can convince someone of bollocks, yeah. like just by sounding very passionate about yeah. this thing. And, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's a protest for in it. The reason people have got new kip, and um, they've also run that local election on immigration. That's all that they're banging on about. Yeah, Eastleigh, from what I understand, is ninety-two percent white, and ninety-six percent of the population of Eastleigh speak English as a first language. So it's just scaremongering. Well, well, as far as you keep a concern, that's not enough. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's unbelievable figures. There's 
Oh, this makes up hundreds of people walking around not speaking the Queen. <laughs> they keep banging on as well about is it Romania that is well, like because of this thing where like people from Romania are going to be able to come to England soon. Yeah, is it Romania? Uh, yeah, there's, no, there's two countries I think that are is it Bulgaria. Soon, I think it might be Bulgaria. Well, that part of Europe. Yeah, no, yeah. well, the countries aren't that big, but yeah, Eastern know. Europe. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're banging on about that, and they keep saying uh, that we're opening our doors to 29 million um, immigrants. Mm. That's the entire population <laughs> of those countries. <laughs> they're not all going to come. Like mass exodus. Let's all to England. <laughs> um, yeah. It could happen, like you know, I, in in some parallel world. <laughs> It could happen, you know, I guess. It's, it's a one in a quintillion chance. I could literally... But it could happen. I could literally imagine Nigel Farage just in bed, awake at night, unable to sleep, just imagining England sinking. <laughs> the thing is, this guy actually fears it could happen. It's like a, a British Glenn Beck. Yeah. I don't think he does believe it. I think he's scaremongering and it's it's cynical. What well, why? Doing. What's his goal then? Like, so when power. Is he knows that there's this thing about well, immigration. Well, to act on this, he thinks these things are going to happen, man. He thinks everyone loves Britain and just wants to come in. It's, <laughs> no, it's mine! <laughs> He keeps describing them as well as uh, 29 million poor people. Then again, they've been getting a lot of jip over him being quite a bit sexist. Oh, I heard a little right, bit about that. What's going on with that? Uh, well, I think just probably in the past he's probably been like, hey, bitch. <laughs> 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 bitch, get me a coffee. <laughs> what an unpleasant man. Yeah, just... Why are you making me a sandwich? I'm going to assume that everything you say is entirely true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've got it's like watching a documentary. My, my sources tell me, and I'm not prepared to name them. <laughs> but I don't know, UK. Then again, we we are doing them a favour by talking about them right now. Yeah. So we, I reckon so. Like I reckon they they've sort of arrived this way. BMP did it a bit last year. Yeah, your know, publicity means right. Jump on the airwaves. Jump on the. So they got yeah. loads of bloody airtime at the last place. Well, Nigel Farage is getting a lot of airtime. The BBC yeah. seems to be giving but them a disproportionate it, amount of time for somebody who doesn't have a seat in the House of Commons. Yeah, there are loads of other parties who aren't getting this much first time on the BBC. Yeah, I think that the two scared of being balanced, and that that's making them unbalanced by repeatedly giving the BNP and. I mean, I guess you can't lump UKIP in with the BMW. No, no, BMW. That, that would be unfair. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wouldn't make that comparison. UKIP are just a bit more... They're idiots. Fool-hardy. <laughs> whereas BMP are just like, I guess every country's got one. <laughs> you know, there's always one fucking... What? Oh, God, don't look at that and think that's what we're like. Please, rest of the world. <laughs> We'll start a quiet guy's party, man. Yeah. We'll start a quiet guy's political party. We'll get this show on. Oh, I would do so much. I would, the people have... We'll, we'll become a religion as well, tax ring, man. So I'll run for pub and what? I'll run for prime minister at the same time. And so then I'll combine the two um, positions so I don't have to be Pope and Prime Minister. There you go. I'll, be, I'll change that official title to Boss Hog. There you go. You can't, you can't change the Bible so quiet guys can form the religion. Yeah. Make its own Bible and then that can be added to the... Yeah, like, well, that's all I wanted. Confusion. To. You're not messing with the old, so you won't get complete. All I wanted this, to do this was, could work. All I wanted to do was add to the old. Like I think that seven deadly sins isn't enough. We need three more <laughs> to make it ten. I mean, it matched the new the Ten Commandments, wouldn't it? I want to add um, inappropriately talking loudly, um, 
That would be the eighth deadly sin. The ninth deadly sin would be diabetes, just to, you know, wipe out that obesity problem. Yeah. The tenth deadly sin would be a wild card sin that was chosen at random monthly out of a hat. It would be on TV, Bruce Forsyth would host it, and then they'd pick out of a hat uh, some sort of concept. It'd be like, it's March, and this month's deadly sin is... Love! <laughs> <laughs> and then for, during that month, if you loved, you've right. got to hell. Someone needs to tell Nigel Farage that the likelihood of all this actually <coughs> happening is about the same as 28 million Romanians <laughs> coming into Britain, <laughs> yet he's terrified about it. Was it you who texted me who said there's an Elvis Loves Pets? Yeah! Oh, right, yeah, you chat for a minute, I'm going to look for this, hang on. Well, well yeah, it was in the East Leah by-election that I saw, I was Yeah, that's, it. What, that's where I noticed it, like, because I did read a bit about that by-election, but yeah, now Elvis loves pets or hates pets parties. The guy was there um, as they were announcing the results, um, dressed as Elvis with this, a little like fake pet. This, this is who I'm voting for, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> Do you reckon they're going to be at the general election? I fucking hope so. El- hang on, Elvis. I'm, I'm just looking for it now. You Google Elvis hates. Yeah. Elvis hates black people. <laughs> Elvis hates John Lennon. Elvis hates blacks. Elvis, Elvis hates, hates Mexicans. Blacks. Elvis hates the Beatles. What the hell, Google? What the hell? Google's making some wild accusations about Elvis Presley. Oh, Elvis right? is a bit of a bastard, apparently. Yeah, well, it seems that way. You are mine now. You belong to me. You're not going to have your mummy's run behind you anymore and wipe your little douches. No more complaining. No more Mr. Kimblev to go to the bathroom. Nothing. There is no bathroom! No, in Italy, they've just had the election and it's all gone to like, oh, fuck, you know, we can't make a coalition or anything. Like, I think they're now going to have another vote in a year or something and right. form a temporary thing. I think that's what they're planning on doing. But the thing that's really stirred it all up is a comedian in Italy, a big comedian, has gotten really political over last year and just through social media got 25% of the vote. Yeah. Like, 25% of Italians voted for a comedian who's just sort of non-conformist to the way things yeah. are and Bill Ascone being oh. ex-Prime Minister you can see why people are sort of disassociated and want to get on something new but, but you could imagine that happening like because people are starting to find politicians jokes yeah. and take comedians seriously yeah like a lot of comedians like 10 o'clock live and stuff, comedians talking a point about stuff. David Mitchell, every time he's on that, yeah, life, yeah, I, I would vote for him. Yeah, no, I, exactly. David Mitchell's a, a great, then again, Jimmy Carr's kind of yeah. muddied that reputation yeah, yeah. a bit, hasn't it? Like, what the But then again, it just shows any forms of life you get that sort of mm. shit. But it got me thinking, who do you reckon in Britain? Uh, a, a non-political but non-figure yeah. could actually in the course of <laughs> one to two years get to a point where they're getting about 25% of British votes like do you reckon there's anyone in Britain who could do that who's not a comedian um, who's not a comedian no, sorry not a comedian not a politician not a politician yeah um, I don't know um, yeah there's probably people I reckon Stephen Fry could. Yeah, Stephen Fry could. I reckon he could. If, all, if, every, if everybody from uh, Britain who follows him on Twitter voted like, for him, if, if he'd he, probably win, wouldn't he? He's got, like, the most Twitter followers yeah, or something. If, if he actually made a conscious decision, right, I'm going <coughs> to, you know, I'm going to really, I'm going to write down a manifesto and, you know, this, that and the other. Mm. I reckon he could, maybe not get enough to get a majority, but I reckon he'd get enough to really stir up what happens at the next election. Yeah. And I reckon, even if, 
I, I reckon that would be mint, mate. What happened in Italy? Because, I mean, no one... Like, the internet's unprecedented, really. We're in the baby stages of it. Yeah. And now it's affecting elections. Yeah. Like... Yeah, it used to be like bands. That's just the start. I it used to be bands with like the Arctic Monkeys coming up on MySpace and stuff, didn't it? And yeah, now it's yeah. somebody managing to get to power in Italy yeah, via yeah. like social networking and stuff. Right. Is that what's happened then? Um, well, no, he, he got twenty five percent. It wasn't more than the two main right. parties, but it's enough to like make it so then you yeah. know it's, it's really stern. I think they're after another election in a year. But the thing is, he's got all this in a year. But, so if he gets another year, yeah, yeah, if they have another in just one year, you know, if he can keep the heat up, then I, I don't know what his views are or anything. I don't know if he might actually be a dick, but I've got an impression from the little bits that I've read that is a bit of a dick. I, I've not checked much. I think he's more like we're well, the way know. things are. The status quo is not yeah. good enough, and but I think a lot of it. Yeah, I'm sure you know people love to run it honestly and fairly and wonderfully and all that. But on a world stage, you do that, it cripple you in a lot of ways. So you sort of have to play the game. I don't know. I don't, it, like a radical change. It, it's interesting to watch another country do it because if it all goes wrong, it's not. <laughs> we're, we're in Europe, though, so we're not like yeah, no, shielded. No, exactly. We'll certainly feel ripple of it. If yeah. they get something wrong, then yeah, no, it'll. Even if we weren't in Europe, like you know how they're saying. David Cameron's promising to try and get some of that UKIP to walk back he's promising yeah, yeah, that in seven yeah. years we'll have like a which yeah. is stupid and it just makes everything uncertain for that amount of time yeah um, but as though this tiny little island that we live on could just say uh, we're not in Europe anymore and then be shielded from everything that's happening all around us yeah. it's like a blanket it's like an invisible force yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah let's just hide from all that yeah. It's like so just closing your eyes and pretending it's not there. All we do is we get everyone on the east side of Britain to get raw oars and roll Britain away. So <laughs> we'll not be a part of Europe. <laughs> Nigel Farage's dream will come true. Britain in the middle of the ocean. I'm not a pervert. I just was looking for Turbo Man doll. You want a Turbo Man for Christmas? Forget it. I'm not going to sit in your lap. Do you know what pisses me off? What? When I say to people, did you see the opening ceremony for the Olympics? And they went, they said, oh, I saw bits of it. Yeah. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> it was like, so good! The Olympics got me, man. I, I don't know what it was. I don't watch sport. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I, I'm not like a massive no, no, we're, we're person. Not. I feel like I should be into a sport. Like, it's good to have a physical hobby. I've gotten into, this is how, like, it's surprising that I would become so, like, pro, like, Team GB yeah. during the Olympics. The only sport that I'm really into is um, American football. <laughs> I'm really into it. I watched the Super Bowl last year and thought, this is awesome. It's like just guys in suits of armor legging at each other and trying to behead each other. It's like, like the opposite of English football where you get tapped and you just fall over oh. and pretend that you're dying. Then again, isn't it like there's 15 minutes of action in a Super Bowl <clears> and like 90 minutes of commercials and 90 minutes of replays and 90 minutes of. But it's, it stops and starts a lot, but I, I like it. Like it, yeah. you, you go for players, and the, the way that you have the reason that you stop is that somebody's um, been knocked over very much. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. It's like chess, but like high impact. <laughs> See, I won't mind getting into rugby for that reason. It's a, a contact sport, but it's a gentleman's game as well. And yeah. I, I, I like the idea of that. I used to like when whenever we played it at school. It was the one time in the that I was happy when we did rugby. Yeah. Grab someone and tackle them to ground. We don't do much um, rugby in school. Oh, I, it was I, the football. My, my school teacher was it. My PE teacher at school was it. 
dick. My PE teacher at school. You're a dick, like, for last year. Football. That's yeah. what you do. That's... Uh, every week for last year. So like, where the fuck is the curriculum? Like, Shouldn't we be doing something a bit different? No, no, he likes football. Yeah. And, you know, he'd be like, pick teams, and he'd have one team of all the guys who were good at football. And yeah. then the fucking rejects. Sam. So I'm there in net. Yeah. I just sort of lean over, my ball comes over and just stand there. I probably just stood there chatting with Rob a bit. Like, it was appalling, honestly. Like, just, it's, oh. Sam, our school as well. Like, early on, we used to do, like, different things. Some weeks we'd do, like, rounders. Some some weeks we'd go cross-country running. Yeah. And, like, I was never a very athletic person. I'm more into, like, running and stuff now than I was before. Yeah, yeah. But then for the last couple of years, it's like they just gave up. Mm. And every week they would just be like, right, we're playing football. And they would just stand there at the side. If it was pissing it down, they'd have umbrellas and massive courts while we were all in shops. <laughs> they just, like, they wouldn't even watch us. They'd just talk between themselves. It was ridiculous. And all, the entire time I was just like, shouldn't there be some sort of curriculum? You know, some sort of variety. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realise that this lesson was called football, That's and we it. have to do that an hour a week. I wonder why there's such an obesity problem in <laughs> general lazy, lethargic attitude in people that's <coughs> never engaged. I had a thought, and I don't know if I discussed it with you or I might have discussed it with Mega, but I reckon it'd be a well good idea. Do you know the, right, it's my scouts to work scheme. Mm. Like, that's that's the sort of the, the soundbite yeah. headline for it. Like, it's, is it's this your idea about child labour that you were telling me about the other week? Yes, I'll, it I'll is. Yeah, right, it yeah. Child labour? Yeah. <laughs> You say it's it. a great thing. Child labour is a great thing, right? You say it in that um, optimistic, friendly voice, so it, it doesn't this, sound as intimidating. This, this, pause. <laughs> child <laughs> labour. This child labour will be wonderful. <laughs> wonderful child labour. No, it, it's a cracking idea. For scouts and girl guides, right? That, that's where you trial it, yeah? Mm. Uh, I woke one day and I was thinking about this all day. And as the day went on, it just sort of evolved this idea in my head, and I've got, like, a format for it now. Right. So I'm ready to roll this one out. As soon as you get in power, Martin, get maybe a secretary or something. Yeah, I'm you can be pop. my um, vice pop. Vice pop, right. Yeah. I'll roll this out. Then again, I, we shouldn't be working with kids if we're the pop. You know, <laughs> just saying. No, I'm just not. Didn't you hear me? I'm going to, I'm going to, like, you know, once I've sorted out the merchandise, I'm going to sort it all that fucking child abuse. So I'll get it sorted. It'll be fine. I know, but it might be a bit soon to start working with them. You're starting out child abuse and you're starting with child labour. <laughs> 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 we'll use kids for another reason then. <laughs> but no, like, this is my plan, yeah? You, you, this, you trial it, yeah? You trial it, it's non-compulsory. It's yeah. voluntary, you don't have to sign up to it if you don't want to. Just to, you know, just then it's not being imposed in any way. You start at the guides and, you know, girl guides and boy scouts, and say they go once a week or whatever, they spend like a couple of hours, they all go to the supermarkets or what have you. Mm. Let's just take supermarkets and do you know how you often get people helping you on checkout bag yeah. stuff for a charity sort of thing? Yeah. Well, I reckon a cause that is as good as, well maybe, yeah, no, I'd say as good as a charity really, is teaching a young person the value of work and say like they'll help you with shopping, they'll bring out your trolley to your car, they'll put it in your boot for you. And just as the payment, they can get the quid from trolley. Ninety-five yeah. percent of people would give them the quid from the trolley. Um, and the thing is, they have the learned a work ethic. I'm in the five percent who wouldn't give them the quid from the trolley. <laughs> they can. But then it. again, they'd learn that some people are bastards. <laughs> they'd learn. This is what they'd learn it. They'd learn this guy. That guy's a twat. <laughs> like he didn't, you know, he didn't even give me fifty fucking p. The prick. But. They, they, no, they'd learn, I reckon they'd, they'd socially learn a few things. They could put it on a 
when you're 16 and you fill out an application form if you want to get a Saturday job when you're 16, yeah. you've got fuck all on it. Like, nothing, I don't your employer don't give a shit about the fact that you've been at school. All oh, right, you did this with Scouts. You were what? You worked every Saturday. You attended every one for fucking two years. Fucking hell, attendance from fourteen. They were doing that. It just shows that if you've got that and somebody who hasn't, you'll think, well, this person's shown they've, they've had a bit of a drive for it, and they'll have learned the work environment. They'll learn that if they're really friendly with someone, they're chatting with them, they're funny, a bit of banter. If the young person realises that, the guy might give them a couple of quid. Might learn not to be too friendly with Catholics. You've got to be careful if someone comes in in holy orders, stay well aware. Go back to the staff room. Go back. Do you not reckon it would have, say, um, I become um, Pope Minister, yes. Minis- Boss Hog. Say I become Boss, Boss Hog. Yeah. yeah, Boss Hog. And I were to implement a, a variation of your idea, or half of a day of um, the school week, every week is work experience. Do you not think it would have a knock-on effect on the amount of jobs that were available for adults and then a rise in unemployment benefit? Because if a company company has an entire workforce half a day a week of school kids, Mm. then they wouldn't then need to pay the people to do that same job. That's where you've got to that's where the line gets hazy, isn't it? Because you've got to make sure it's something that's why I like the example of helping people pack bags in supermarkets, because that's something you're employed for. Yeah, no one's actually employed for that. So that, that, that's just one example. Speaking of supermarkets, um, this week apparently Tesco has vowed to sell more British meat. Yeah, I did see that actually. Yeah, yeah. The, the bone. Then again, the, the, can the, I mention what kind of meat? How <laughs> <laughs> can it be human? It's just slabs of human. Imagine, you must be able to buy an arm. Just imagine the news that go berserk. It's, ha- it's coming. The news that everyone secretly want waiting for it, <laughs> wanting it. Really, I think it's it? coming. Like just oh. Human meat phone, like BBC, so, breaking news, Fox News, and the, the building a jump, you know. Right? <laughs> it's Silent Green. Have you ever seen Silent Green? No. It's that? like a, it's an old sort of B movie. Uh, I think it's got Charlton Heston in it. I've heard about it actually. Yeah. And um, it's a there's it's this company that like pretty much provides all the food to mm. all the like people um, in the world. Uh, it's called Silent Green, and like particular days they can get Silent Green. Yeah. Uh, but then as the film trans goes on, I don't think. It doesn't matter spoiling a film that's like 70 years old or whatever, does it? There's a time limit on spoilers, surely. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the end, it turns out that it's made of people, Mm. and it leads to, like, Charlton Heston running around at the end, just like, Silent Green is people! It's people! (laughs) (laughs) It's a brilliant moment. It's it's worth watching the entire film for Charlton Heston at the end, just going, I think it's Charlton Heston, isn't it? Just going nuts, yelling that it's people. And that's coming. Tesco beef lasagna is people! Imagine. (laughs) It's people. Soylent Green is made out of people. You gotta tell them, Soylent Green is people! Somebody told me this once, but I don't know if it's true. But they sounded pretty convincing. That, um, you know, in McDonald's levels, the food is 100% beef. Yeah. I was told that, I don't know if it's true, but I was told that that is because the company that provides the meat is called 100% beef. <laughs> They're not saying this. Really? I don't know. That it does sound a bit like somebody. Somebody definitely told me that, and they were adamant that it was true. And I think that they had even worked at McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. The company that provides the meat is called 100% Beef. So they're just saying the company name when they say 100%. Do you reckon that's true? I don't know. If it's, that's true. It's very blatant if it's true, but 
could be. It could be. You know, I don't know. We should probably uh, look into this. Uh, yeah, 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 Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you. You did. I lied. Yeah, I'll tell you a film I watched the other day for the first time. What? Um, shit, I forgot. <laughs> 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 no, is it Last Samurai with Tom Cruise? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Was it good? Have you seen it? No, I don't watch Tom Cruise films. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I hate him, but it, it was awesome. Really? It was awesome. I, lo- I, I was watching it. I, mean, I have trouble watching Tom Cruise movies. Yeah. Megger always complains because, you know, she likes... Tom, Tom Cruise is a good actor. Yeah. And it's just the man's sort of life philosophies batshit crazy but and, and you know every time you pay to watch some of Tom Cruise's then even if it's a quarter of a penny of that goes to Scientology <laughs> yeah. so you know you've donated more money to Scientology than anything else that week yeah. when yeah. you went watching that <laughs> like if you've not if you've not donated anything to charity in the last year but you watched a Tom Cruise film in the last year, you've given more money to Scientology than any charity. That's a good point. It, it, that, that grates on me. But the thing is, he's a really good actor. Yeah. Like, and it, it's true. Like, well, in that film, I think he was anyway, at least. Like, it, it's a really, really good film. I don't it's know. It's just, yeah, I, I, I have trouble taking Tom Cruise seriously because just because of Scientology. What, what are your thoughts on J.J. Abrams doing the new Star Wars? Have you heard about that? Who's J.J. Abrams now? He did Lost, and he does the like Mission Impossible movies now, I think. And Go he does the Star Trek movie movies now. Um, no, that turns me off a little bit. I didn't really care for the Star Trek movie, but then again, I think they, they can't do anything worse than Phantom Menace, so yeah. whatever they do, great. Like, when, like, cause that, do you know that old meme website? I enjoy checking memes out and stuff. And for some reason, when... You know, the Star Wars was sold over a few months ago, a year yeah. ago, or whatever. Everyone was like, "Oh my God, this is a travesty!" This it wasn't a year ago that it was only like a, it was like a month ago, wasn't it? Was it? it? Very recently. Very recently. Was it? Was yeah, it? two months maybe. My annual clock is it is backwards, man. But no, the, like everyone was online. Oh my God, this is a travesty! And I was thinking, this is the best thing that could have happened to it. Yeah. Really? I mean. It's a bloody joke. I remember going in shop and I couldn't buy Star Wars. That, like, I think I went in HMV or yeah. somewhere, and I couldn't buy the original yeah, new yeah. Star Wars. I could only buy that fucking remastered one. I remember being Craig watching it, and you know, it's just all up against Star Wars, and then fans across the desert, and this fucking CGI thing walking across, yeah. and you, your mind instantly goes, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, like it. It doesn't fit in with anything that you see here. And it's crap CGI. Yeah. It's like, do you know, sort of Matrix era just, CGI. That looked all right at the time, but yeah. I even thought Matrix 2, you could always tell what You was. could. You really like, could, couldn't you? It looked like, like a cartoon at it, points. Fight scenes in particular. Do you know, for scenes where there's serious interaction and connection. And, yeah. You know, when there's things like that. I reckon CGI is only just uh, getting real. I don't it. think it's good. And I think that action films are like this... Just an excuse to have CGI. Oh, the no, best you... action films are 80s action films. Well, when yeah. somebody gets hit, you feel as though they've been hit. Yeah. And you don't feel yeah. that in films anymore. It doesn't feel like there's any actual contact. No, like, C- CGI works good in a CGI film, like, you yeah. know, like Pixar or Yeah, yeah. But to make CGI appear real will never be as good as, like, a person in a costume. He is Sub-Zero! Now, 
Plane Zero. Last week we were talking about games. Yeah. And I know that some people said we talked about games too much because yes. we spent like <laughs> yeah. more than half of the podcast just reminiscing but, but, about classic games. I, 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 I did reflect on that. <laughs> but then, then again, I, video games were a huge part exactly, of yeah. our upbringing and who we are. And it's a re- it's a weird generational thing, isn't it? Because there is a, there are generations still like not that far detached from us who just do not get. The, the extent to which yeah. video games are a part of our upbringing. Yeah. I, I reckon I'm in a really happy, like, a really good ground to speak about it as well because I don't, like, just in particular because of my situation, that I've, I've played video games all my life, but no, I pretty much don't play video games. Mm. But I will always defend the video game. Argument. You do actually always. play video games, though. This is the thing, you play iPhone games. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean in the you context don't play console of console game. No, I mean in the context of console, I will always defend the console game argument, though. And people, yeah. like, ever want to say, or even talking about it too much, I, I ended up thinking, I like it, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun, like, because when. When you edited the music into it, listening, oh, it was like the soundtrack to my life. <laughs> All these daft little people who don't know that music will sit there and think it's just this little daft music in the background. But I'm humming along to every bit of it. Like, I love it. Video games are awesome. So I will make a conscious effort to not spend half of the uh, podcast <laughs> talking about video games. But, but um, if we're straight in there, though, we, we don't know how deep that water is. It's just if we jump in, we're in. We had some um, interesting like comments on Facebook and on Twitter about yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, because um, last week we were listing our top five games, um, and so I posted on Facebook what your top five games, yeah. and got like loads of comments, and I've been like sort of collating what <laughs> according to those people mm. are the top five games <laughs> in total. All right, okay. Um, now the people who were answering it on Facebook were doing it a lot more strict than we were last week because we were saying that a series of games can be at one place yeah, in your top yeah. five games. But no, otherwise you'd end up, you, you couldn't possibly do a top five because you'd end up with like two or three Marios and, yeah. you know, like, so that, that's why, and, well, and there's nothing scientific about it, you know. The people, everybody on so Facebook. So let's not fall out, you know. Everybody on Facebook was actually doing it. <laughs> we went not <tight. laughs> no, Then again, actually, I think Rob mentioned one that I, I kicked myself a little bit. I would definitely put it in the top ten. Broken Sword. Yeah. Oh, loved it! Yeah, like that. It was, it was like a murder mystery game, like it a point and I'd never played a game like Broke. I'm sure I used to discuss it with Rob in school, actually. Yeah, I'd never played a game like Broken Sword until then. Like just like a point and click sort of game. It was like cartoony. It had cutscenes in it, and it was brilliant. Yeah, it was like, awesome. I proper got into that. That was the first point and click game that I played, really. But it was before the days of the internet. Or I'd, was it? Well, it was before I had. It was in anyway. adolescence, yeah. Internet at that point, I got stuck in Ireland on that fucking goat. Oh, I was going to say the goat. <laughs> I was wondering if you'd say it. The I was fucking goat forever, and I, like I literally, I had to start the game again because I was convinced that I had missed something. Yeah, I, to yeah, be able to not I, be able I to get past it, so I started again, played it right up to that same point again, got stuck again. And then I had to, because there was no internet, to Google what was yeah, happening. Yeah. I had to form one of those premium rate video oh, games. Oh, my God, you did, you? Yeah. No and way. From what I, I did it from a phone box, right? Very, very, very <laughs> poor childhood. I don't really kids today that won't know what you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> I don't think I had a phone, so I had to do it from a phone box. Premium rate, cheat line for a video game from a phone box, trying to find specifically what to do on that bit in Ireland <laughs> on Rock and Sword. I must have put just like a tenner in that phone. Oh my god. Me and my brother just cuddled into this phone box, like waiting for him to tell right. us what to do. And then they told us what to do, and it's just like, basically, you've missed a bit there that you can yeah. click. Well, no, no, you have to go to one side, the goat knocks you over. Yeah. And as it does it, you quickly have to click on this bit and you yeah. get up and run over. 
But the thing is, that particular... <coughs> look, when you think about it, oh, okay, that's straightforward. But that particular, do that and then do this quick, that hasn't been used at any point in that game. Yeah, that's yeah. a different structure to... That, that's why it stumped you so is much. Is it even in it again it's, it's for the rest of the game? Its structure is totally different yeah. to how the rest of the game worked. But my methods of finding out how to do it is I went to video shop. Like, yeah. it was video view on corner. Like, yeah. not blockbusters or anything. Because like, I rented that game. I go in, and the guy there, uh, he were a dick, man. He, <laughs> but the thing is, he used to mess with me, and I didn't know it because I was young and dumb. Yeah. And I suppose it's funny in hindsight, because he just told me, oh, no, you got to do this. Oh, no, you got to do this. <laughs> and he was bullshitting. But I'd go home and spend hours trying, and i go back to the video shop and say, it's not worked. And he'd go, well, have you done this? You, you probably need to do this with me, because I'm sure he'd play it. He'd yeah, but it's again. He was just fucking with me. But he wasted Days of my life trying to fix that bit. <laughs> well, actually, before I go into what um, it turns out are the best games ever, yeah. um, via the uh, scientific method of the people who commented on my Facebook status, <laughs> um, somebody else mentioned something interesting on Facebook. It was uh, Danny Grounds mentioned about this, because we were mourning last week about um, all the effort on PlayStation 4 being put into graphics and yeah, nothing yeah. being put into the way that you play the games, yeah. really. Um, you were talking about all games being on glasses and how cool that would be. Yeah, like, you know, well, basically something different. Virtual yeah. reality sort of thing, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, what we were like... promised in the 80s, goddammit, in yeah. science fiction films. Don't even start me on yeah. that, man, honestly. Um, and, yeah, Danny pointed me to this Oculus Rift thing, which is like this Kickstarter project, which is basically, the idea is that it's a headset to play games on. Yeah. So you, you wear it as a headset, and it's a, essentially, yeah. I guess, sort of like a virtual reality thing. Yeah. I guess you'd still play it using a pad. But it would just be on your head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the guy who made Doom, as um, like I was looking into it, the guy who made Doom has gotten behind it, really? and I think he's is either made or he's making a version of Doom Three that will work with this headset. Yeah, that would yeah. be amazing because when you look to the side, yeah, it, yeah, you know that that's not like watching a three D film. Like, yeah, you, you can't compare it to that because put- when you look to the side, it will surely move to the side you'll actually be in that dimension yeah, in a yeah. sense you know that would be really cool that. but like I was saying that um, my worry is that they'll come up with this technology and even if it's a success it'll just be a way to have more first person shooters yeah no that's that's exactly what they'll make with it first person shooters and races yeah but Danny did point out that you could also have like a new portal a yeah. portal that was on a headset. But then again, would you, you create amazing. a technology that's outside the box. Games will come that aren't like what yeah. we experience now. So yeah. totally new skydiving. Yeah. You'll feel like you're actually oh, skydiving. Wow. How good would that be? That, that just that was a brain fart, but it'd be awesome. Yeah, so uh, it's a Kickstarter. It's called Oculus Rift. Th- so look into it if you're listening and you think it sounds interesting. No, uh, remind me about it. Like, yeah. Remind me. Um, I'll definitely check it out. Um, so yeah, what do you, what do you reckon? via the scientific method of Facebook comments are the top games ever um, what do you reckon I'll give you the runners well, up by what, first, right? by what standards by how many voted for oh, the games oh, right, well gonna... I've done it I've done it like everybody's just given individual games but I've done it like we did it last week so if like a few people have mentioned different Mario games for example yeah, then yeah. I'll collect oh, them so and put them just, as one yeah, so yeah, yeah put, okay. put it as Mario you're applying the Quiet Guys method. I'm, a quite, I'm applying the Quiet Guys method, okay. yeah. I'll give you the runners-up so that you know what isn't in the top three. Right, what? Um, Day of the Tentacle did really well. Fucking hell. My sister will be remembering that. Like, <laughs> she had that on a PC. That was one of the first PC games I ever played, Day of the Tentacle. I called it Day of the Testicle and everyone laughed. <laughs> I didn't understand why I was too young. But... Do you know what? I don't know what it is. It's... Is that really bad? I don't know what it is. Well, it, it, I think it's 
Is it like a point and well, click sort like of a, Monkey Island? Yeah, thing? yeah. Right. It's it's got a cult following to it. I yeah. only played it briefly at my sister's. It's just I remember making the you know bluff about the name and um, and it being funny, but but yeah, it was like a, a point and click sort of game, and it was a bit alieny and stuff. You know, very simple yeah. early PC game, but. Well, it's had a big following, but yeah, yeah. There's a lot of love for Day of the Tentacle. Top five, oh, there's a lot of love for Day of the Tentacle. Yeah, there's, there's great love for it, but I think there's, there's better than... Well, it depends that. on what you played as a kid, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, exactly. It's whatever your own individual memories are. Exactly, if you had a Because P- we didn't have a PC until about two years ago. Also runner-up. It might surprise you that it didn't make it into the top f- um, five. Well, top three, because there's a lot of ties in the top oh, five. Okay. Resident Evil. It was a runner-up. It was tied with Day of the Tentacle. No, that that doesn't surprise me too much, I guess. Um, right, so number three, tied, a three-way tie for number three. A three-way tie, okay. Yeah. Um, Tony Hawk's, the Tony Hawk series. Yeah, I, I enjoyed them. I, I wasn't a gigantic fan like someone like you were. You were yeah, I, yeah, I love that. Tony, Tony Hawk's. Hawk's I can't two, believe I that I forgot it last week when I was listing my top five games because like yeah, yeah. Tony Hawk's two and like anything from around that time up until like Tony Hawk's Underground two, which was really dodgy. Yeah, uh, all the games in between there were amazing, yeah. and they had about as much of an impact on me as an adolescent as most people would feel about, like, bands. Yeah. Because it yeah. probably, like, influenced the way that I dressed and the type of sort yeah. of music that I listened to and stuff yeah. like that. And I even got a skate... We all got skateboards. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so, yeah. And, and a lot of people of our generation seem to feel the same way, that this, that Tony Hawk's games were awesome. Yeah. I reckon if Tony Hawk's games came out now, they would, people would still think they're amazing. Yeah. Like, that format of having two minutes and then all these tasks to complete in that two minutes. Yeah. It was a really cool, like... It was. It, it, it ebbed and flowed really well as well, didn't it? Like, it was a very smooth game. And I remember loving it. Um, I was a lazy bastard, though, me. Yeah. Because I think it was one of them. I started playing it about six months after my mate started playing it. And they'd gotten really good at yeah. it. So I got to a point. You could like, get really good to I, I got to yeah. a point where I was like, I'm okay, there's some alright yeah. at this. I, I get like a score of 5,000, you know, forgive me for not knowing the numbers. Yeah, it I, could get up to like a million. <laughs> well, I'd get up to like 10,000 or something, and then Craig would come around and he'd get up to 100,000. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, I don't really care about this game too much. So, it's my old lazy fault, but no, it's probably very justified that it made it so high up. Go on, what else was tied with three then? Tied with three. We're doing the top five games again. Yeah, but we're not doing our top five games, and we'll have to rush through it a bit more than last time. Right, tied with Tony Hawk's is Mario Kart and Zelda. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. I was, I was... I'll I'll kiss the cheeks of people who said them. I didn't fucking say Zelda last week. Yeah, you didn't know me. Oh my god. And I didn't, so say, I didn't say Mario Kart or Tony Hawk's. Well, Mario, well, Mario Kart, I guess we can lumpy, but we didn't, we didn't single it out. Really. No, we, no, Mario Kart isn't in the Mario series. It's a separate series again. Oh, it just happens really? to feature but Mario. That's not fair because Mario Kart's fucking awesome. Yeah, well, you can't, you can't combine Mario Kart and with Mario, a separate series. And Mario Kart as well. Yeah, again, that's a separate series. When I was talking about Mar- the Mario series last week. The Mario Brothers series, you yeah, know. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. The main, yeah, the main Mario games. But so yeah, there we're at number three, three were tied. To be fair, I'm, I'm going against the grain. If, if I put Mario in mine, I'm including Mario Pet in Mario. You Pet. can't do that. That's it's, it's Mario. I'm, I'm blagging. That's my blag on it. No way. It, but it's a bit unjustified. But that's my blag. But tied second 
Okay. Mario. <laughs> so Mario Kart, Mario Kart and Mario have made it into the top three. I was really surprised by that because I thought that there wasn't that much love for Mario. I thought that like I was I was in sort of a minority. It, it's timeless though now. But for Mario Kart and Mario yeah, to both yeah, make it yeah. in is pretty like impressive. Yeah. Tied with Mario number two is Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Which, I'm not going to say that had to be yeah. up there. Surprised that it didn't get a bit higher. Yeah, yeah. Probably. I'd normally put that in most. Like, if you if you got a collective number of people's top five, that's so only. One or two is a very right topic. Mario and Final Fantasy VII. One, if it's not Mario or Final Fantasy It was very close between number two and number one. Number one is again a two way tie. Right. Um, the Elder Scrolls games, which Skyrim's an Elder Scrolls yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't know what ever episode or. Yeah, I'm unfortunately not versed in them games, but... Because I was, I was looking at it, none of them would have made it in individually to the top three, but then I thought, wait a minute, that game is actually in a series with that game, so if you combine them all, then they do actually yeah, become the yeah, first. No, that's... So there was all, like a lot of... Uh, well, a few people voted for Skyrim, a few people voted for Oblivion, somebody voted for Morrowind, mm. which I've not played Oblivion or Morrowind. <laughs> Soul used to always bang on about Morrowind. Yeah. He used to come around and tell me about it, like... <laughs> I love Sol. He'd come round and be like, you know, because on his travels he'd have a week in Bolton and he'd come round and tell me about this game. He's got this game, we put it on Xbox when I was living at Mum's. And it's like, he, 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 you know, because obviously he loved them games. And, yeah. You know, they've made it to this top one, so they must be fucking good games. But, like, you, it's not the sort of game you can play for an hour or two no. and, and get a feel, you yeah. know, and get an idea for it. Because I remember he brought, oh, what were it now? I think it might have been Oblivion. Yeah. Uh, or Morrowind and like you know have a, play it John play it make a character and stuff yeah like the the first full night was making my character <laughs> uh, it, it just went on for it because I think Patrick Stewart did one of voices in it as well Th- that rings a bit of a bell that yeah yeah I, I can't remember what game it was I've never so, played it but let, let's interact with our audience let us know what game that was so we can't you know because we can't be asked we could research it and find Facebook out in five it. seconds but. Facebook it um, right so yeah Elder Scrolls um I've got a new one joint with that. Number one got a lot of votes um, split between number one and number two in you know in the series. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, that. Nah. I do not agree with Metal Gear Solid as the best game ever. Yeah, some people, proper fanboys of Metal Gear Solid, though. People who look like Metal Gear Solid fucking love Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid 1 and 2, maybe. But the series is such dog shit nowadays. I just, I hate the cutscenes. It's not a burly again. Yeah. When you play them, you just have to stop for these, like, 20-minute cuts. Yeah. Maybe that's battered my memory of these other games that people remember really fondly. Yeah. But I was surprised that there was so much love for Metal Gear Solid. I love the the hardness of, of the voices. Like, yeah. Elite Special Forces Unit <laughs> Foxhound. <laughs> Revolver Ocelot. What are you doing here? Like, they couldn't sound harder. Like, it's like the Expendables, but in bloody video game form. Come on! 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 Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, baby! I, I want to get my thoughts on uh, the Expendables three, right? Actually. Right, Expendables three, the Expendables three, right? I had, a, I had an idea for a scene that should have been in part two, but it, I've not even seen part two. Yeah, um, I, I should watch it though. I'm sure it'll be tons of fun. You know, it, it'll be what I expected to be like Expendables one, just yeah. chaos, man, and destruction. And, people saying shit one-liners but um, 
you know, with lots of gore in it. But Storm's in it, and Storm's awesome anyway, so... But no, my idea for Expendables 2 scene, or Expendables 3, and again, this is a commercial... This would work. This, this would have great commercial value, right? Jet Li would not... In, you know, apparently in Expendables 2, he sort of bugger, he kicks some guy's ass and then buggers off, like, in yeah, the, the, the first quarter of the film, maybe even earlier than that. Yeah. He's just in it for token appearance, really. But I thought what would be cool is if, say, like, you know, before we fight at the end, Jet, Jet Li's like, I'm going to call on a couple of friends. Say Jackie Chan's the main bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause, you know, they've had bloody... Van Damme was the main bad guy in... You know, was it? Yeah, it was the main bad guy in part two. You know, Stone Cold was the main bad... Well, I think the main bad guy's main henchman yeah. in part one. Jackie Chan would be a fantastic bad guy. Mm. You know, um... It's too nice to be a bad guy. But I reckon that would nice work. Guy. I reckon that would make it work, yeah. though. I reckon it would work... No, it would work in the context of it being an Expendables film. Just yeah. mindless action. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just this fucking... Jackie Chan's the bad guy, you know? It'd be, no, Van Damme's never really been a bad guy. Well, yeah. he has, but in very early stuff. Yeah. All right, so Jet Li's like, I've got a couple of friends to help. Cut to a panning shot, right? It's Jet Li walking on like, cool music. It starts from his feet, camera pans up. It's Jet Li... To his sides, uh, Donnie N and Tony Jaa, the other two massive Asian yeah. action movie stars. Like they're the, they're the current biggest at the moment of you know the current generation. You could say. they're in the forties, but you know still current generation. And they're fighting against Jackie Chan, Sammo Hung, and Yoon Byu, however you pronounce his name. Mm. The three massive Asian action movie stars from yester generation. Who are still knocking out good shit now? Yeah, like they're, they're probably all at the back end of the ability to knock out some really good shit. Like Samuel Holmes directed some fight scenes that are just mind blowing. Like I'll, I'll recommend a couple to watch because the fight scenes you don't see many like it. They're, mm. they're so real and like they've, they've got a real, a real element to them. Like there's wrestling on the floor and stuff. It's, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a bit UFC-ish in a, in a way as well. Cool. Samuel Hung is probably the best fight director there is, I reckon. And, you know, I'm pretty into my Hong Kong movie, action, you know, fighting movie stuff. But like, I know a bit about it. Samuel Hung's definitely my favourite fight choreographer. Samuel Hung and Donnie Yen. Yeah. But the thing is, that sort of dream fight scenario, so dream fight for me is a bit of an Asian movie fanboy, but that would make the film massive in Asia. Yeah. Asia would eat that up. Like, the six biggest living action movie stars Asia would go berserk for it so that would open a western movie to another few billion people it definitely would but is is the point of the Expendables not the fact that they're sort of washed up (laughs) and then by putting them all together they're sort of like they're not as no it's just no it's more for it's not for plot and story and making it it's literally all, all I'm asking for Stallone all I'm asking for, because he listens to he the does podcast. He does listen to it, I know that. There's a, a rumour. Matt Sauce is set. That's not a rumour, I know it for a fact. He Same. sits at home, crying, injecting himself with collagen. All waiting, for the, waiting for the next episode. Just waiting for the next episode, that's well, all he does. Well, I'm telling you, Sloan, all you need is five, ten, no, ten minutes of movie time. Ten minutes of her time, I'm asking, for six people. Six people to have ten minutes between them, that's not much. Hey, you want to be a farmer? Here's a couple of acres. Top five action films. Action films. There is a kind of worms here. 
Right, okay, let's... Got, right, no, it's, on, it's which on. old Arnie films am I putting in there? That's the thing. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, like, top five Arnie films. and But, like, even if you widen it out... No, there's some films in my top five that maybe won't... Yeah, there wouldn't be Arnie. I'd specifically mm. make sure that there's some that aren't Arnie. Oh, no, no, I'd make sure there's some that aren't Arnie, but I'd think which Arnie ones do I put in? Right, there's a brilliant... <laughs> I had this thought the other day, at like... Do you know these old Ernie films, like some of the old ones, where he'll often end up like leading a resistance or a rebellion or something yeah. like that? Like, it happens in, um... God, my fucking mind's gone blank. Total Recall. Yeah. Um, Running Man. Yeah. He was like a resistance underground. He's in a few, fil- a few of his like, films from that generation and even a bit earlier. He ends up sort of overthrowing an overlord yeah. sort of thing. There's a few films like that. And if you think about it, you know, imagine like you're in the resistance, you're in the rebellion. It's just when you, I'm just applying logic to an Ernie film, which is a bad idea anyway. <laughs> but like when you think about it, this resistance, yeah, the, the thought we need to overthrow these bastards, these bastards are doing it all wrong. We've got this muscle guy in now, because he always joins a bit late, Ernie. He's always late to the party, but sort of runs in. So, right, great, we've got this muscle guy, we can go in, you know, let's fucking have it. But then Ernie, really Ernie, the big muscle guy, just goes in and sort of bludgeons the main bad guy, <laughs> just sort of decapitates him or he does. Just, just hacks him down with a sword or something. And then sort of becomes the boss now. Yeah, he does everything. Like, like, just the, sort of the resistance are like, we've been working for like 15 fucking years. <laughs> he comes in and just bludgeons him and now he's... <laughs> You wouldn't want Ernie as the new leader, would you? You'd be like, I kind of preferred the last guy. <laughs> the basic message of um, those old Ernie films is that if you've got big muscles, then you're all right. He's awesome. <laughs> you know what you want. I fucking love Ernie. What Ernie films I'd put, def- top five action films, I would definitely put Predator in that. Yeah. Predator is amazing. But I, I wouldn't want to clog it with Ernie films, but I'd have to put Commando in it. Mm. I don't think I would put Commando in it. I love Commando. It's hilarious. But I don't think I'd put it in my top five. If you want to see your daughter again, you got to cooperate, right? Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> then blast him with a shotgun and he gets like a pea-sized little mark in his head. His face would come off. Um, Commando's awesome. <laughs> and he immediately runs outside and picks up his car and pushes it. <laughs> um, this is just after carrying a tree in one arm and a chainsaw in the other and playing with Jenny. <laughs> right, Predator. Right. Predator, the yeah. Matrix. Most of mine will probably be like eighties films, yeah. but The Matrix I think is like the best modern um, action film. It's not even modern anymore, is it? Any Matrix movie. One, yeah, not the yeah, sequels. Yeah. Christ. Matrix was awesome to be fair, and it, it was like bullet time. And it was yeah. like, wow, you know yeah. how are they doing that? How's the camera swung around like that? <laughs> and everyone was trying to do that kick that Trinity does. And I remember like that was huge at the time, Matrix. But Trying not to be too outdated as well, and just go for eighties ones, which yeah, is what yeah. I'm trying, which is what I want to do. But yeah. I'd go for Rambo Four. <laughs> 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 I love that film. Still on, right? A bit in that movie. Right, I was watching that movie. Do you know when it starts and you're like, "Here we fucking go! Here we fucking go!" There's just yeah. a bit. There's a bit. Where like there's some guy stood there, and he runs up and grips his throat under. Rips his throat <laughs> out. He, he tears the guy's throat out of his bare hands. The thing is, right, that's the best Stallone film ever, easily, because he's made this comeback, sort of, 
But it is like Hollywood is funding him to have a nervous breakdown on screen. Uh, These films, since he came back, are insane. Is just the possibly his best films. Yeah, I agree. Rocky Balboa. Yeah, that's amazing. I reckon you could easily argue that's the best Rocky. I'm I'm a massive Rocky fanboy. It's a huge Rocky. It's right up there with number one. I would say it's the best. I'd I'd say it's the best. I'd say it's possibly the best. Possibly. It's it's sort of mature. I won't hear a bad word about it. Yeah, it's fucking awesome film. But it is stupid as well, and he's having a nervous break. The thing is, I read an interview with some of the actors from Rambo Four. And apparently Sylvester Stallone is a method actor, right? So he, he's on set. You think of the roles he plays on, he's a method actor. He's on set and he's like, he's method acting Rambo and he's being Rambo. But he also directed that film. So this like yeah. uh, this actor in the film was saying, we were being directed by Rambo. And he insisted that we went and shot on location. And he was just marching the entire crew out into the jungle. <laughs> You know, this guy sounded genuinely traumatised that he just had to make this film with Sylvester Stallone. I know, but he, that's what I like about Stallone. He goes balls in. He's <laughs> out of his mind. He's out of his mind. The fight at Stallone's house many moons ago no. that nearly happened between Van Damme and Steven Seagal. Oh, yeah, I've heard that, yeah. Have you heard yeah, that, yeah. yeah. I nearly Who had the one? I reckon Van Damme. Yeah. I know Steven Seagal's, you know... Super cool. Only speaks in this voice. <laughs> Very quietly and mysteriously like this. I, I know he's a black belt and you know, Van Damme might have won, but then Steven Seagal would have killed his brother. <laughs> As revenge. Well, apparently, like the loads of movies, it, it was like a real life expendable scene. I bet. Yeah. Like old movie stars. There. No, apparently Steven Seagal was mocking Van Damme, saying, "Yeah, like you know, you're just a." Holly, you know, you're just a prancy boy, star. you're not an actual fighter, you're not actually hard sort of thing. And Van Damme being a bit bipolar and eccentric in himself, like Van Damme took it very much to heart that Seagal was taking the piss out of him. Yeah. And that was proper, like, well, come on then, fucking fight me, you're proper one in it, and let's go outside now then. This is at Stallone's house. And, like, apparently Seagal ended up fucking off from fruit side like you know not bothering like well Van Damme was full on offering him out I just thought god to be a fly on the wall I right. love that so my top five we've got Predator yeah we've digressed again Rambo 4 The Matrix Die Hard yeah don't know how much you need saying about Die Hard but it's amazing yes um, and a- any any particular Die Hard D- Die Hard 1 Die Hard 1 okay I like I like Die Hard 1. I don't like Die Hard 2 as much, but it's still pretty good. Yeah. Die Hard 3 is an awesome film, I think. Mm-hmm. And then 4 and 5 can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Do you know what bugs the, me about Bruce Willis? What? He only does this. He, he's always the same thing. He's, he's, like he's much, the same guy in every film. He though. very much is now. He doesn't give a shit anymore. He doesn't give a shit anymore, does he? Although, did you, see, did you see Looper? That's a really good film. No, I didn't see that. That's really good, I recommend that. Yeah. Um... The last one in my list would be Robocop, because oh, it's one of my favourite films ever. See, you mentioned a couple of films that are good in Robocop that I hadn't even thought of. Mm. And I'd give my top five list, and then feel like a dick because I forgot this, then go, <laughs> you know, I forgot this, I forgot this. It's, I, I, basically, it's just name five action films that come to mind. <laughs> really, that's what it is. New Robocop, next year. I'm not looking forward to it. It's going to suck, man. It's going to suck. It's going to really suck. It's... Yeah, I was thinking the other day why have they never made a, a really good, like, Robocop game in the last couple of generations. Yeah, yeah. Based on the 80s film, because they've done, like, stupid films that don't need a game, like The Godfather. How does The, how does the Godfather get a video game? 
I like um, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, we're still wanting when it comes to Robocop. Yeah, why has there never been a Robocop game in the last few generations? That would have been awesome. See, th- th- this GTA one... style with Sandbox as Robocop. Yeah, that would be well That'd be fucking awesome, actually. That'd be awesome. But something you were pointing out as well about how CGI just doesn't look as, as good next yeah. to real life. Robocop One, they shot that guy's arm off. Yeah, I don't care what you say. <laughs> they shot that guy's arm off. Like I was watching old Friday the Thirteenth. I swear down, they killed that extra. He killed. <laughs> he killed him. He fired a crossbow through his eye. That man had a crossbow fired into his eye. I don't care what you say. That was a fucking real. Are you, are you claiming that all eighties movies are snuff movies? <laughs> Nothing today is as convincing as that. So what? Would you do a top five action films? I, I'll, I'll name top. I'll name five top action films. Yeah. I don't know if they are the top action films. No, no. Are, it's gotta, you've got to get. These are five top action films. As soon as the podcast finishes, yeah. you've got to get them tattooed on your face, <laughs> and then uh, it's going to go on your breast on. Unchanging. Yeah, you can't change them. Right. Uh, Predator. Got to put that in. Yeah. Commando. I could just do five. No, I'll, I'll could do five. No, no, I'll just do one actor movie. Right. Okay. Well, as soon as you said Predator, I'll say Commando. Okay. You can justify He kills either. an army. Yeah, you can justify he, either. He single-handedly kills... In fact, there's a scene in Commando. With the whole, do you know when he's taking on the army at the end? Right, there's a bit and he's sort of like wading through this rose bush. Yeah. I fucking love that. <laughs> Come to California. Right. <laughs> there's a bit where he's wading through this rose bush, like, you know, he's like killing this army sort of thing, he's occasionally firing. <laughs> and there's other fire going on left, right, and centre. There's machine gun fire going berserk everywhere. He's the only person they're after. <laughs> what are they shooting at? <laughs> what? A guy's just indiscriminately going, ah, firing in there. <laughs> like, he's, he's just wading through a rose bush. But, right, so I'm putting, yeah, com- I'm oh. putting Commando in. Got to say, Jenny. <laughs> Bennett, <laughs> Sally, <laughs> remember when I promised to kill you last? I tried to you lied. I lied. <laughs> right, right, Commando. Um, Rocky, Rocky's an action film. I don't know if I. Is I think it's a sports film. Is it a sports film? Yeah. Right, okay, fair enough. No, you're just going to want us to warm one. Yeah. Okay, Rambo 4 then. Yeah, it's the best Bonkers, isn't it? So, yeah. Um, <laughs> machine gun at him, he's just. Turing bodies oh, apart. Yeah. Is like, that his mind? It's brutal. If that <laughs> film were made 30 years ago, he'd be in prison. <laughs> Commando, Rambo, double impact, Van Damme. Right. It's a Van Damme film where he has a twin and his yeah. brother gets kidnapped and you know like a lot of Van Damme films have that, that sort of plot. That's a really dodgy <laughs> one to be a top five. But you can't take him back now. Sorry, sir. Van Damme's the man. <laughs> I love Van Damme. But uh, yeah, so... Double Impact is my Van Damme film. Yeah. Someone will mention another Van Damme film and I'll think, oh shit, yeah. Gotta have a Jackie Chan one. Yeah, oh wow, yeah. Yeah, that's Jackie Chan's probably my favourite action movie star of all time. Yeah. You won't go for any of the American ones. No, 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 it's not. No, no, no. no, Yeah. Um, Where do I start with Jackie Chan? Do I go with a safe bet and say police story? Because I know some obscure Jackie Chan shit that I really like. Go for some obscurity. Yeah. Put it out there. So yeah, I'm not, it. But then I feel like I'm just showing off my knowledge if you say stuff like I'm a god and, you know, City Hunter, just films that. I've seen a lot of Jackie Chan films me when I was a kid, but I never paid attention to the names of them. We were just so late night, I, yeah, live. It was, yeah. They were always yeah, on late at yeah. night and I didn't know what they're called. And they were all awesome and yeah. like really funny. That's what I noticed about in the fight scenes as well as being like really well choreographed. Mm. They're funny. They're yeah. Like, in fact, I might even say. 
Wheels on Meals or Dragons Forever. That's one of the films with Yu Yu and Jack, uh, Sam Hung. Like they did a few films together, the three big Asian movie stars, like the yeah. previous generation ones. They did, they did a few movies together, like the sort of nicknamed the, the Three Brothers and but, right. um, probably Wheels on Meals because Jackie Chan has a fight in that with Benny the Jet Urquidez, who was an unbeaten, uh, well, I don't know, martial arts fighter. And the fight in that's just, it's regarded as one of, if not the best fights in history. But then I want to say Police Story. Police Story's the set bet, isn't it? It's just, I'll, go, it I'll go with the set bet. I'll go, I, I've shown a bit of Jackie Chan knowledge, I, I know my shit, but I'll say Police Story because <laughs> it, it, it's justified to say it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard to refute that. So Right. Back. One more, because we've got to wrap it up. Right, one more. Uh, Bruce will, uh, see, I don't want to say Die Hard because you said it, I want to mm. say another day. Um, Die Hard. <laughs> yeah, come on, what are, what are the Bruce Willis? Oh, no, yeah. But my book, like, yeah. Die Hard 3? Is it? Any, anything else is going to go in apart from Die Hard? Yeah, yeah. Um, Die Hard 3's good, but it's not yeah. Die Hard 1, is it? The best Christmas film ever met. Yeah, yeah, true. I'll be back. 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 I'm back. Okay, thank you very much for listening. Yeah, thank, thanks for watching. Hang on. You got to comment, rate, subscribe. That's really? what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Last got... week we just didn't really yeah, end we it. Just we just went... of... Yeah, we ended as we started, really. We just went and got some food. Yeah. Like That's kind of what we're doing. Yeah, no, everyone ends with us going and getting some food. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, yeah, we is... are on iTunes, so go on there and uh, rate us. This is... is a Jedi mind trick. You have to do the things that I'm saying now. Yeah. We're also on SoundCloud if you don't have that, and you can download it if you've got an Android from SoundCloud. Like, there is a new... Quite Guys Facebook page up. There is indeed, sort of search the Quite Guys podcast on Facebook. If you want us to talk about anything in particular, if you feel like we were wrong about something or right about something, comment. And, and, and if we feel like your comment was along the lines of what, what we wanted to say anyway, <laughs> mention it. But if it's not, then just fuck you. Uh, we're, we're, um, Quite Guys is also on Twitter um, at, at Quite Guys. I've got to say as well, it's Quite Guys because I told um, Bobby at work about it, Matt, like Max and Rob. And he thought it was quiet geist. Yeah. It looks like zeitgeist. Yeah. Quiet geist. Yeah, that, yeah. It just, rhymes with zeitgeist. People, yes. Yeah. Although, to be fair, anyone who's got to the point of listening to it would surely know it's quiet geist. Yeah, you would have thought so, yeah. Yeah. Shoot me. Okay. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.